Hi, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to Self-Indulging with Jean Bouton. This is the second official episode of the podcast. And full disclosure, I just want to get out of the way. I apologize if I sound exhausted at all today. I'm going to try my best to sound energetic and fun to listen to. But I just came back from like a full school day which is weird because it's monday and my school is slowly transitioning into in-person classes again but i just absorbed like a full school day and i'm exhausted (laughs) um but it is monday right now and i actually have quite a busy week ahead of me and i'm home right now so i figured I may as well record now because I probably won't have time later. Let's get into the topic of today. So today I want to talk about um, Mean Girls. And this is something that some people, I guess, were interested in. Or at least my hot takes on like this specific Mean Girl that we probably grew up with and know of. The way I explained it on my Instagram, I think I said like I'll share my hot takes on the Mean Girls you probably grew up with or know of. And um, I also said that I like topics or interests that are very heavily psychologically based. And I was thinking about this specific context because I am kind of explaining an aspect of my personality. So the title of today's episode is In Defense of the Mean Girl. And when I say this, I don't mean like take any stereotypical mean girl displayed on a movie or a television show that we've seen you know um i guess regina george in mean girls is a is a good like a a good example (laughs) because it's like literally right there in front of you um yeah i don't know what else to say like she's just a perfect example of like a stereotypical mean girl displayed on in the media today I can't really think of any current, like, more modern examples, but you get my, you get what I'm putting down, right? <laughs> oh my god. If I sound crazy in this podcast, it's because I'm exhausted, but I'm also running on, like, caffeine, because I had, I have evening classes. I take night classes, so I'm sorry. Anyway, that's not really the kind of mean girl I'm talking about. Um, I think with if we look at Regina George's character, if you know Mean Girls, if you've seen Mean Girls, I'm sure everyone in the world has seen Mean Girls. If you haven't, you're honestly sleeping under a rock. Um, but I think everybody knows that Regina George is like, uh, like catty and petty and judgmental and obviously looks at herself as superior and everyone around her inferior and by that context yes she's a mean girl however the kind of mean girls i'm talking about kind of describe how who i was growing up and also might describe some of the mean girls you knew at school so i'm not trying to say like I'm a mean girl apologist or I encourage bullying or, um, you know, like in any way, shape or form, um, people are going to be assholes and sometimes there's no excuse for it. I am just speaking through the context of how I grew up and maybe that'll, this will change your perspective on like how you viewed some of the people at your school growing up. 
I guess I'll start with how I was or how I am as a person, which I don't like to talk about myself. <laughs> um, but I'm just trying to use me as like a framework of the kind of girl I'm trying to shape for you, the kind of mean girl I'm trying to ha- help you envision, right? Um, so growing up, especially during my early teen years, I was extremely judgmental. I was very apathetic and quite honestly a piece of shit. Just like on most days. I was just a piece of shit. I was an asshole. I I sucked. Like I literally sucked. And maybe this is just an exaggeration. Maybe like there are people in who know me from my past and are hearing this and are like, no, she probably wasn't that bad. But on the flip side, there probably are people from my past who are like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's accurate. Um, <laughs> um, and I kind of just wanted to take you through how I got to this point where my perspective and my way through life was sort of negative and negatively shaped. And I suppose I should start where everything you know everything starts um which would be an elementary school for me uh growing up I was just I just had to learn how to have tough skin um very early on and it was because in elementary school I wasn't like the cutest kid (laughs) I know it's hard to believe now I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm, I'm pretty sure that's like entirely plausible that I was not like you know a cute I was Honestly, I get it. Like, I look back at my old pictures and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, I get why people were like, why people were mean to me. And, and you know, like growing up, little kids are always going to be assholes. Um, like, they're, you were, you, it's inevitable. Like, you are just going to grow up with like little mouth breathing shits for, for at least K through 12. Like, honestly, even in like high school, <laughs> kids are just little mouth breathing little shits, but, um, in this context, in like an elementary school context, um, picture me at this height, which is about like five, five three. Actually, in like elementary school, I was four eleven. When you're four eleven, um, in elementary school, that means you're tall. Like I was put in the tall line. I was always put in the back because I was tall, right? Um, I was also a bit chubby. I specifically remember like my grandma telling me to exercise because I was fat (laughs) like I I feel like I was at a healthy weight like if you look back at my pictures like obviously like I I was a little bit chubby but like I looked healthy like I I didn't look like concerning in any way you know what I mean and I also didn't have braces this was elementary school was pre-braces and if you know what my teeth looked like before I had braces um (laughs) i'm sorry i'm so sorry for you um so yeah just by that description i feel like you can tell that i definitely would have been a suitable target for bullying it at the time i felt like i felt as though all of the insults were going in one ear and out the other however i also found that as i continued to grow older these like early stages of development really 
were a foundation of how I was going to carry on and present myself um, for the rest of my K through 12 life. So that was essentially elementary school for me. Um, I was always, I was made fun of quite a bit and it was kind of hard for me to have huge groups of friends. Like to this day, I can't remember the last time I've like, in, in elementary school, I really didn't have like a staple like set of friends. And I feel like nobody really does, but also like some people do, you know, like there are some kids in elementary school who are like, who become friends in elementary school and they just stay that way all throughout like for the rest of their lives, right? I don't think I ever had that. Um, like to this day, I don't really talk to anybody from my elementary school. Anybody that I ever hung out with, I don't keep in touch with any of them. And I never really like formed strong friendships in elementary school that would have carried on in middle school. So that was pretty much like elementary school for me. I was a bit of a loner. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> like, I don't even know who I was in elementary school. Um, I was definitely a bit of a loner in elementary school. And kids made fun of me because I wasn't, like, the prettiest girl. I was just kind of, like, clunky and huge. And it was, um, yeah, I guess it was just, like, <laughs> like, if you saw me, obviously you wouldn't want to befriend me. But that just goes to show, like, how service level and shallow little kids are like really it's just oh that looks cool i'm gonna be friend i'm gonna i'm gonna i want that oh that doesn't look cool i don't want that you know like it was very surface level very shallow but it really molded me for middle school i think and it was because by middle school i think i was really growing into like myself a little bit in the sense that i lost the baby fat <laughs> I got braces. Um I started I definitely started caring more about my appearance in middle school. I also feel like middle school was really like where most of the molding happened for me because I for the first time was surrounded by boys and I was receiving attention by boys. So just like a really weird thing to talk about. Just keep in mind that today's topic is about mean girls right so <laughs> i feel like i could go it's like i could go so many places with this because having a male validation at such an early age really shaped me in in a weird way it's not as though i was ever like actively searching for male validation i feel like when i was in elementary school i definitely was like why don't boys like me you know and um that really having that very early on just taught me like very quickly that like you don't fucking need male validation like fuck that like I don't care if boys like <laughs> like to this day like right now at the current moment 19 years old January 31st 11 42 at night I don't give two shits if a guy likes me like I would rather he doesn't you know like I don't fucking want male validation and I think that was that's because very early on I was searching for it and realized that like it's pointless. <laughs> but in terms of um, middle school, that was where I really did. I feel as though I really did start finding myself. And for the first time, I had like this huge group of friends. Like middle school was truly like w where I understood what friend groups and like what cliques were because I was in like this huge friend group 
and everybody like hung out in like subsets of groups and it was like this like big thing whatever but i i kind of want to circle back to like the point i made about getting attention from boys i think because i started kind of i guess getting prettier (laughs) it's the only way i can say it um i realized that like yeah boys are starting to pay attention to me and i feel like as a girl there are only really two ways you can go um maybe i'm wrong you know maybe there's another way and i just don't know yeah i'm sure there is but i feel like like at the core at like you know at the lowest level there really are only two ways to go when you start receiving attention from boys you know you either lean into it or you accept it and you you know like let it happen and like you date around and stuff like that in middle school or high school whatever or you do what i did and you just kind of like ah uh, what the fuck you know (laughs) which i i feel like okay and and it's also like not entirely true because i was cuffed in middle school which is like really funny to think about (laughs) i was secured in middle school but that like is a whole other conversation like this this was somebody that i had my eye on you know like somebody i personally wanted to be with everyone else that like ever paid attention to me i didn't care i really didn't care if a guy and like if if there were like boys that like talked to me i learned that like very early on that the only way a boy was going to talk to me in middle school was if they were mean to me now like i said i grew up already experiencing the evil like (laughs) not the evil but like how evil people can be and how just how mean and like ruthless little kids can be right because i grew up in elementary school and i was bullied so going into middle school and like kind of finding my ground and like growing into who i was as a person this was where i really started to realize that like i wasn't gonna take shit from you especially from a fucking boy like fuck off you know what i mean So this was where I started to really develop, like, tough skin. I think in elementary school, I kind of developed tough skin in the sense that I would just, like, kind of brush off the insults. But I also feel like I would, like, experience them, like, internalize them to a certain extent, you know? In middle school, this was where I really started to kind of experiment almost this is where i really started to be like okay i'm not gonna take shit from this guy just because he's a guy so i just feel like boys at that stage really walk around with like this overinflated ego and maybe some people can attest to this um maybe you know you're like looking back at who you were in middle school or maybe in high school and you're like or maybe right now maybe you're like damn my ego is really (laughs) fucking huh (laughs) you know what i mean um I just learned very early on that I wasn't going to take shit from anybody. I remember specifically, I think, this one time. I forgot who it was. I really don't care who it was either. But I remember, maybe there were like two ones. I, actually, I got this quite often. <laughs> I remember there were like a lot of instances where like boys would come up to me and they'd be like, Jean, you know, you used to be so nice. What happened? <laughs> And it's like, I don't fucking know. You tell me. That's another thing. 
I am mean. I feel like if you know, if you know me now, you know that I can be a bit mean. But it's because you got to know me. If I'm meeting you for the first time, obviously I'm not gonna fucking be a bitch, you know. So I just find it really amusing that when boys asked me, "You used to be so nice. What happened?" They asked me like they don't know what happened. Like they expected me to just like continue to swallow their insults and just absorb it and like continue to let it happen you know in adolescence when boys are growing up and they're aggressive and they're i guess mean and they're you know they act out they quote unquote act out it's normal it's boys developing naturally and it's almost abnormal if boys are growing up quiet reserved um things of that nature and you know when boys are mean it usually follows the saying boys will be boys maybe this is outdated but it's an observation that i've found as i was growing up and i came like to this realization however and this ties into the topic of today when girls are mean and in this context when i decided to reciprocate the energy that these boys were giving me I was suddenly labeled a bitch. Suddenly, I was mean. So that was something I learned um, very early on or just observed that when boys are acting aggressively or just negatively in any way, people would chalk it up to just being a way of life versus when I, you know, when I essentially just acted the same way as these guys were doing, it was unladylike. It was me being a bitch. It was it was just it was simply just not how girls were supposed to act. And therefore I was chalked up to being a mean girl. And that's the kind of girl that I'm defending. Maybe the kind of mean girl you've grown to associate with probably is just naturally like very catty or very petty or very shallow. And these girls are usually brought up on some semblance of privilege. I'm talking about the kind of girl who's mean as a mode of self-defense because I, at my core, am a very, like I said in my previous podcast, I'm I'm very emotionally repressed and I have a lot of walls around me. And I feel like a huge part of this is because growing up, I just, no, not, there were like just not some nice people around me growing up, you know? And I even befriended some like not so nice people growing up as well. And, and that probably took a huge part in molding me into who I am as a person today. So I think that's all I really wanted to talk about um, in terms of my life in middle school. In middle school, that was where I really started to learn that, like, for the boys specifically, who asked me why I suddenly turned mean in in middle school, you know? Now you fucking know, bitch. <laughs> it's because you were mean to me first. And I took this philosophy with me to high school. And I'm probably going to take this philosophy with me as I continue my college journey. Because I feel like, I, honestly... And this ties into, like, why I'm defending this kind of girl. This cancels out a lot of assholes in my life. I have just fending off assholes by simply just living by this philosophy that if you're going to be fucking mean to me first, I'm going to be mean back to you and we're going to cut off the friendship here right now. Those people who were mean to me back in middle school, I've never spoken to them again. Like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing right now. And I don't care to know. And I like it that way. I remember specifically, and this is kind of funny, I'm sure that like anybody who went to middle school with me, maybe they'll remember that this happened, but I remember one time I was at the local park in middle school. I don't know, I can't remember why I was there, but I was there with my mom, and 
one of the boys that was mean to me growing up was a basketball boy. We saw each other at the park. I later find out that my friend apparently he apparently he like p- took a picture of me and he 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 posted like he, the, you know how you can like do the, the captions on snapchat he i think he typed in like hate this bitch or something and he posted it on his snapchat my friend saw it screenshotted it sent it to me and she was like look what he fucking said and i was like yo <laughs> oh my god this oh my god i have fans this guy's obsessed with me <laughs> That's also where I quickly learned that, like, people who are just, like, you know, people like that, bitch, they're fucking obsessed with you. Let's, mm, come on, come on. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm gossiping right now. Anyway, that was just really funny. Like, I can't believe that happened to me. I think I, I think I was, like, honestly, I think I was a little bit petty. And I posted it. I posted it on, like, my Instagram. And I was like, <laughs> guys, look. <laughs> and he saw it. And he, and everybody was like. I think everybody, like, commented, like, what? Like, you know, like, obviously, just, like, laughing. And he he texted me. I remember that boy texted me. He was like, Gene, who gave you that picture? Who, you know what I mean? And, like, he was getting mad at me. Bitch, (laughs) you took that fucking picture. You posted it. That's all. That's your responsibility. If you can't accept the responsibility. No, fuck. Let me restart. (laughs) If you can't take responsibility for the consequences of your fucking actions and that was literally something that he did well then don't do anything at all bitch because <laughs> you know what i mean don't fucking mess with me because that shit was just funny like i'll do things i do things because i find them funny i don't do things out of like you know like the blackness in my soul or whatever no i do shit because it's fucking funny and that was a really funny incident because he got mad at me afterwards he's like why the fuck would you do that and i was like well bitch don't fucking mess with me then anyway so there's an example of me being a fucking mean girl (laughs) i feel like i just drove away a lot of people okay (laughs) i don't care i don't i don't fucking care i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna keep moving forward anyway so like i said i took that this philosophy with me to high school and let me just say this one thing though while i did take this philosophy with me to high school i was also at my angstiest like oh my god nobody understands me i'm just me in this fucking world you know what i mean like i was in that like that mindset in high school and so when you top it off that's like the downside i definitely can't promote this kind of behavior without like i said showing you the consequences of my actions and so while i did take this philosophy with me to high school where it's like if you're gonna be an asshole to me well then fuck off you know what i mean i'll be a fucking asshole to you too if you combine that mindset with the angsty kind of the angsty like existence (laughs) ball the angsty ball of existence that i was in high school it makes for some very very annoyingly painful high school memories (laughs) oh my god it's like traumatizing high school memories so i won't say that like while i am defending this kind of person per se i definitely can't say that this is also a happy existence um because it really this mindset i feel like really amp was amplified when i was going through like my nobody understands me you know phase fuck that oh my god (laughs) 
there were like a lot of instances where I was just super mean. I was so mean in high school. And actually, if you listen to the podcast I share with my friend, Justine, the perks of being a teenage dirtbag, I actually, I think we talked about this on one of our episodes where like we had a falling out and the sole reason why we had a falling out was because I was just mean. Like, I was just mean. And, like, I remember... And we laugh about this now. And, like, we cringe at it now. But there was, like... There was validity into why she stopped talking to me for three months. And it was because I was just a mean person. In no way am I trying to talk bad about Justine when I say this. But I remember, like, one of the texts that she sent me when we, like, had our big, like almost dispute but not really it was just like a i noticed that she was ghosting me and i was like why are you fucking ghosting me i didn't say it like that obviously because <laughs> well i asked her why she was ghosting me and, and like i remember one of the things that really sat with me was when she said i don't like assholes blah 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 and i was just like wow and i in in high school especially i was one of those girls that would be like I'm not mean. I'm just truthful. No, bitch. You're a fucking bitch. <laughs> like, I I was one of those girls in high school. And, like, I look back at it now and, like, yes, I have made, made some mistakes. But I also feel like I've grown a bit since then. So, I can't be too angry. You know, like, so, yeah. Definitely would not want to be the kind of person I was in high school. I also remember, like, one time my friend told me, I think I was, like, I think I was, like, saying what I just mentioned earlier, that I was, like, I used to walk around saying, I'm not, I'm not mean, I'm just truthful, or whatever, and, like, if you don't, if you can't handle the truth, then, you know, I think I said that once in front of one of my friends, and my friend went, yeah, I've been hearing some people saying, like, around school that you're, like, they're calling you a bitch, and, <laughs> Like, I laughed at it back then, but also I was like, what? <laughs> like, internally, internally, I was like, are people really calling me a bitch at this school? I thought I was invisible. You know what I mean? Wow, I have fans. <laughs> I have fucking fans, bitch. Okay. But in all seriousness, I would not want to be the kind of girl I was in high school. And I'm not anymore. I don't think I'm that kind of girl. I'm fairly low key. Like, I just the kind of person I am now, I still do feel like I carry that philosophy of, like, if you're gonna be mean to me, well, then fuck off. Like, I'm not gonna waste my time. But also, I'm not gonna, like, use my energy to be mean. Recently, I have just been using my energy to, like, be not using my energy as often as possible. (laughs) It's, I worded that weirdly. I don't feel like fixing it. My main focus as of recent has just been like getting through college and like making like, you know, having college experiences and stuff like that. So, yeah. So that was basically who I was all throughout K through 12 in elementary school. I was the girl who like got bullied very quickly (laughs) because of the way she looked and shit. And I just let it go in one ear and out the other. But I also let it mold me in a sense. I internalized some of the insults because there was no way I couldn't have internalized them with the way it influenced how I would end up in middle school. In middle school, that was where I really started reciprocating the energy I was receiving <laughs> from very specific people. And um, that was mostly boys because 
girls were really nice to me in middle school. And so if you were a girl and you were friend, friends with me in middle school and you're listening to this right now, I miss you and I love you and I am sending you positive energy and love and I hope you get everything you you want and work for. I hope I hope you run into an angel number soon. <laughs> and in high school, I was just a fucking bitch. It, yeah, my mindset was amplified by my angsty teen years. And um I'm 19 now and I'm old and I'm rickety and I've retired from doing that. But that's the kind of mean girl I am trying to discuss with this. Hopefully, I am making sense so far. The kind of mean girl that gets developed um, through past experiences, through growing up and like um, just going through life. And suddenly, she realizes that she has to develop a tough skin or she's not going to survive in this world. Because I definitely felt like that. I definitely felt like if I wasn't going to toughen up now, there was there was just no way. There was no way I was going to fucking survive. I especially remember in elementary school. In elementary school, I used to cry a lot. Like, I used to cry all the fucking time. Like, in school, like, if gr- people were mean to me, I would cry about it. And that just made it worse. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that you aren't allowed to cry. It's something that I'm trying to teach myself now. Like, it's okay to cry. (laughs) It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry in public. Okay, it's not that big of a deal if you cry in public. It's okay to cry and, like, have people see you be vulnerable. It's something that I've, when I was growing up, conditioned myself to believe was wrong. And I am now trying to untrain these, like, thoughts that I've conditioned myself to believe. Yeah, but going back to what I was saying, I essentially just learned that I needed to develop a tough tough exterior now, so it would save me a lot of face in the long run. I'm just trying to say, maybe you don't know the whole story. That's not to say that I'm, again, I'm not promoting bullying or I'm not promoting like being mean. Like, I definitely don't want to say, even though I am defending this sort of person who may exist out in the world, I... Again, I do want to emphasize that there are consequences to your actions. For example, and I'll be very quick about this. I don't, I don't really have like friends. (laughs) I don't have friends. (laughs) Wait, fuck. Let me redo this. For example, a lot of the people I was closest with in high school, I don't even talk to anymore. And that in part is because of who I was in high school and a lot of the friendships that I used to have in high school have just deteriorated and they just don't exist anymore and in part it's because I was just you know not the nicest person in high school I also want to touch on the idea of a matriarch-led family because that's the kind of family I was raised in I think I've already mentioned in my previous podcast that I'm very close to my mom and I've made allusions to the idea that my mom is close to her mom, which is like semi-true, I guess. Like they definitely have a better relationship now than they did when she was growing up and that's because my grandmother is a very strong, like, personality type woman (laughs) is very type a and um she's a capricorn so 
I find that a lot of my personality traits have definitely stemmed from her. In my family, the women are quote-unquote stronger than the men. In the sense that the women in my family are usually the ones who are pursuing careers, pursuing jobs, pursuing marriage, pursuing families. You know, they want the life. They, they're like, you know, they're actively pursuing life. I am a woman in my family and I am actively pursuing life. You know, I'm pursuing college. I'm pursuing grad school. I'm pursuing becoming a lawyer one day. I, you know, versus the men in my family who would rather kind of just be taken care of, who are a bit more laid back and aren't as driven as some of the women in my family. And so that can, this dynamic kind of leads many people to perceive the women being quote unquote stronger than the men and in my family. And that's why I say that my family is matriarch led. And I think this really ties into how I walk through life. I've just never had a problem with the idea of a woman being, quote unquote, again, stronger or more dominant than a man. I have a strong personality. And I think it's just because growing up, I was essentially raised into the role of having a strong personality, um, which has kind of skewed my, I guess, perspective on like feminism and empowered women in a sense like my perception of empowered women is weird and i feel like there's a there's like a hint of internalized misogyny in that in the sense that i now am questioning why do i feel the need to why do i feel the need to be superior to the opposite sex in order to be to in order to feel like an empowered woman you know like i said i growing up i was Growing up, like, boys just weren't the, you know, I don't have a great history with boys. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is I have just always held this bitterness toward the opposite sex. And I feel like I need to be superior in order to feel like an empowered woman, which is something that I'm trying to teach myself is not necessary. I don't need to feel it's nice <laughs> it's definitely nice <laughs> to feel superior to the opposite sex but I also like I'm trying to teach myself that it's not necessary I just have like a very skewed perception of men which is like another thing I could go into like <laughs> that's actually another topic for another time because I I'm tr I actually want to explore the world of like internalized misogyny and like men and growing up and blah 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 so that's a topic for another time that i will get to and i'm actually very excited to talk about because it's something that i've been observing for a long time but i just want to say that i feel like growing up in an environment where it was natural for a woman to be strong definitely influenced my middle school self to be like oh yeah fuck it like fuck it like <laughs> If this guy's being mean to me, well, I'm not just going to fucking sit here and take it. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's just pressure. This is something that, like, 
I didn't really jot down. But I'm kind of observing this now as I'm saying this. I feel like it's solely pressure that develops this sort of mean girl. For me, it's this innate idea that as soon as I was born, I was going to be tough and I was going to be strong because it's natural for the women in my family to be like that. And in turn, as I continue to grow within my community and begin to face society in the real world, I started to carry some of these values with me. And I was met with this very, (laughs) very depressing reality that like sometimes women are not going to be taken seriously. And for me, that translates to, well, then fuck you. I'm going to make sure you take me seriously. That is the kind of mean girl I am. I feel like at my core, it's me growing up in this environment, believing that I am going to take on the world and I'm going to be a woman and I'm and I'm going to make a lot of money and I'm going to be, you know, everyone's just going to be at my feet (laughs) and being met with the harsh reality that no men actually run the show and these boys are going to be mean to you and you know what that's just boys being boys and you have to work 10 times harder to be noticed or whatever in the world you know um so i feel like it's also just pressure that led me to being this kind of person and it's something that i'm again trying to untrain i'm trying to really just unlearn some of the things I was conditioned to believe the things that I've personally conditioned myself to believe as well as the things I grew up believing based on my environment and based on what you know the adults in my family were telling me that's essentially my hot take like I said I was going to explain hot takes my hot takes on this kind of mean girl that you grew up with and maybe this wasn't the kind of episode you expected but this is the episode you're getting and this this is me this is me being my you know stereotypical mean girl if you don't like it bye you know (laughs) so i'm essentially all talked out at this point but i don't want to like ever leave you know these episodes i'm like open-ended i want to i guess i'll leave you with like this concluding thought to think about and it's Essentially, just to think about the women in your family and just respect the hell out of them, man. That's that's where I want to end today's or tonight's, whenever the fuck you listen to this episode. It's that, like, just think about the women in your family and respect the fucking hell out of them because they probably worked really fucking hard to get to where they are now. Yeah. Thank you so much for indulging me if you get to the end of this. I, I feel like it's a bit long because I really do care about this topic and I love this topic a lot. Um, again, thank you so much for listening to this. And thank you for all the feedback and the responses I've been getting to my past episode. That was really sweet and it, it was really nice to hear that some of the things I was saying really resonated with people. And hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully... But also, if you didn't, I really don't care. This is my podcast. Okay, I'm done.